Is your savings just sitting there? Well, put it to work. A premium online savings account from PenFed earns way more than the national average, so you can get your savings working on earning you a vacation or a new kitchen or that fancy exercise mirror. Apply at PenFed.org savings. Premium online savings account holders must agree to electronic delivery of account opening disclosures and monthly statements. $5 minimum required to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When it comes to convenient and customizable control, Corteva AgriScience's proven cereal herbicides hit the bullseye. To find which cereal herbicide hits the mark for you, visit cerealherbicides.corteva.us. Hey, that one almost hit me. Just be a good boy and die. You first. Today, we are going to answer the ultimate question. How would Sean Bean have died in the 1999 American supernatural psychological thriller, The Sixth Sense? If this is your first time listening to this segment, here are the two rules. You decide his role, whether it's replacing a lead or supporting role, a new character or some random cameo, and ultimately decide how he would die. The question is, why are we doing this? Well, because Sean Bean is known for his dramatic on-screen deaths in almost every movie, TV show, and even video game he is a part of. Uh, One of them is a lesser-known film from 1989 called War Requiem, where he is stabbed with a bayonet, and he's holding a horn. Uh, Musical instruments are a symbolism in this film, and uh, he's just bayoneted to death. (laughs) This grand... um, orchestra playing in the background there's no audio you don't he don't hear his death he's just this orchestra playing in the background but that's that's his early brushes with uh on-screen deaths in cinema and and we're doing this because we want sean bean to have the record for the most on-screen deaths and we're here to show hollywood where they missed every opportunity including in the sixth sense so joining me this week is now two-time sean bean assassin mystery mike from the hush hush society conspiracy hours podcast mike how are you doing today sir hey man i am doing super well ready to uh assassinate our young star well not so young anymore oh yeah he's not no but definitely yeah welcome back to the show and uh what have you been up to since we determined that sean bean was basically this drunk survivor of zombie land Um, we have continued our podcast, uh, still doing the conspiracy thing, releasing episodes on Mondays. We just started our season five, so, uh, that's pretty exciting. We, this season is kind of our most controversial season yet, so it's going well so far. We'll see how the next, uh, eight or nine episodes treat us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw you definitely some of your topics are um definitely uh confrontational in in some ways. I think there's definitely people from all over the perspective on what they believe and and things like that, especially the Holocaust deniers. There's uh you know, that's that's something too that's I think you touched on some very important topics in that one. But what has been your favorite conspiracy you've dove into for your show, at least maybe in this last season? Um I would say uh, one one that I think is always great, and I always kind of come back to it, I believe it was season three, uh, was Hollow Earth. 
And that's a, it's such an interesting topic. There's so much mythology behind it, and there's so much um, just research that was done on it. It's 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 something that you would it's one of those subjects you would look at and go, huh. Uh, there must not be too much on it, or it must just be, you know, people spouting crazy stuff off, but there's a lot to it. And we, we definitely went into it with a lot of different cultures and belief systems. So that, that right there, I think was one of the best uh, topics in my opinion. That's awesome. Very cool. So what's a quick way people can check out your show? Uh, easiest way. I mean, we are everywhere. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you can get a podcast. You can find our show, hushhushsociety.com. Um, you can also go there and that will have all of our episodes and ways to get in touch with us and all that cool stuff. So either a podcast player or our website. Very easy. Very good. Now, when we, I know you sent a call out, you're looking for shows to, to guest on try things out. And I thought, you know what, let's, let's bring you back. I had some fun on zombie land and let's go for it. So what about the sixth sense stood out to you when we were kind of going down the list of films? Um, you know, it's, it's one of the, the, what the first for M night Shyamalan that really, uh, showcased his director skills and his writing skills. And it kind of became like this titular film in I would say film history, especially for like a couple really big scenes that happen throughout it. So, um, yeah, I think it's just, it's one of those great movies and Bruce Willis for some odd reason, I just can't get enough of that guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have always enjoyed every movie that he's been in. So it's been kind of weird, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a Bruce fan, Bruce. Awesome. Yeah. When we, uh, we just reviewed this movie too and rewatched it the first time in a long time and we were asking the question if you know this movie has this big twist in it can you possibly rewatch it and enjoy it and i think we found a lot of interesting things watching it not you know having to focus about the whole twist at the end but we just saw some other things that just may have escaped us the first time we saw it so it's definitely worth rewatching mm -hmm. yeah and a lot of people especially when it first came out they looked at it and they said oh well they gave everything away in the trailer. I mean, that's kind of a, a common thing nowadays, but then you, you know, you of course get that Shyamalan twist at the end and you know, your mind is blown. So I, I think it has good rewatchability. Um, it, it almost kind of makes you look for things, especially when you know the twist ending, you know, going through it and go, Oh, did I miss out on this? Did I, you know, Oh, this is so obvious now. So it's fun in that way. It is. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things I was talking about in our show was the, the, basically the color red is only used to kind of symbolize the the bridging between the spiritual world and the real world. And you mm -hmm. see that very intentionally used in the film. So just those are the kind of things, those artistic decisions from the director where he's trying to clue you into things. It's just very, very smart and things that you may have not caught on your first watch, but kind of going back, you see a lot of these things. So that's, that's what makes it fun. So let's make it more fun and <laughs> let's, uh, let's kill old Sean Bean in the sixth sense. So do you have, I think we both agree we had a couple, right? Yeah, I got a couple. I gotta say this, uh, you know, rewatching it and then thinking about where we would put Sean Bean, uh, was actually more difficult than I figured it was going to be. 
I struggled so. hard. <laughs> All <laughs> I right. Really glad, glad I'm not alone. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's really not a lot of characters and there's not really action scenes. Mm-hmm. So you try to think of these, just these weird things that could happen. And it just, I was really struggling. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> um, do you want to hit us first or do you want me to go? Um, by all means go right ahead. All right. So I'll start out with, uh, one of my fun ones here. So Sean Bean is a ghost, so he's already dead. So I I know I cheated, but my thought was he was killed long ago, uh, in that antique store that Anna, you know, Bruce Willis's wife, uh, works at and he died some, by some tragic fall down the stairs, trying to get something for his wife. I don't know, a glass of water, who knows middle of the night. He just dies in that antique store and since he has his own unfinished business he's still around in that store but he doesn't see things or realize there's other ghosts he thinks he's alive so he's just minding his business when suddenly you have ghost malcolm which is bruce willis's character he throws a brick through that window of that building uh, because he saw that delivery guy and his wife getting a little bit too uh you know too close you know i mean this First of all, this delivery guy is hitting on Anna after like, I think I said nine months after he died. Yeah. The next. So so it's like, yeah, just several months, less than a year removed from her husband being brutally murdered in her house by some random dude who then blows his brains out in their bathroom. Um, And suddenly he's like, yeah, you know, this is a sweet time to move in on her. (laughs) But whatever. Um, So actually, you know, this brick goes through the winding window. They don't see anybody. There's all these weird things going on when he's at that um, antique store. So this delivery guy thinks there's something up. So when there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? <laughs> the Ghostbusters. So <laughs> this guy, this delivery dude, he calls up the Ghostbusters and said, look, there's something funky going on. I think there's a ghost in this building. So they show up and find Sean just kind of like wandering the building. So they, you know, quickly nail them with their, uh, I don't know, neutrona wands from their uh, proton <laughs> packs, and they capture him in the ghost trap, damning him to eternity in the ecto containment system. Well, at least until the EPA shuts it down. But so even though he's already dead, he is damned to eternal ecto containment system hell for the rest of his ghost life. Ugh. Doing, doing Sean dirty. He killed him twice. I think technically, yeah. yeah. Two and one. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do a, a, a one, two on him. <laughs> um, the first one, it's funny that you mentioned the, the introduction um, with malcolm's patient coming into the house who's played by one of the Wahlbergs. was it donnie Wahlberg? yeah oh man yeah very scary donnie Wahlberg. Hmm. um but i'm gonna replace good old donnie with sean bean uh i'd like to see you know sean bean in one of those crazy crazy like kind of whacked out like donnie was in the in the scene uh, like lunatic type type face. Um, yeah. So same kind of setup. He, he comes into the house, um, you know, sneaks about, uh, he finds his way into the bathroom and Bruce walks in and sees crazy Sean Bean there, 
but this but but with this uh, uh scene he is pouring gasoline over his head Ooh. and just keeps repeating over and over and over again everything must burn everything must burn to go along with his obviously crazy mind and he proceeds to light himself on fire uh in 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 the end obviously we find out that dr malcolm was killed by this patient so we would see that uh sean bean after color covered in gasoline runs towards malcolm and just engulfs him with a bear hug as they both burn down together it's almost a romantic scene if you really wow. uh could just envision it i was trying to think <laughs> of what what song would be playing at this time we didn't start the fire <laughs> well you know what that'll put you right in the mood for this film <laughs> oh that's great oh man that's brutal okay so i have to warn you my my other scene is is kind of like depressing too because i couldn't i just couldn't put myself into that mind space of like funny and it, it just immediately went very dark for me <laughs> i um my second one, it started out as a good idea in my head. And then I was, as I was kind of writing out more of the details, it, um, it kind of fell apart and it's really dark. And I, <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan of this second one, but I, I went so far, I just couldn't turn back. So it's, um, yeah, it's not great, but, um, I'll, I'll share it and then I'll, I'll take a shower and cleanse myself of this, this <laughs> filth, but so, so here's number two. Sean Bean was a very upset uncle who just learned that his god goddaughter had died after a long-term mysterious illness. So even though he had a huge falling out with his sister-in-law, he loved that girl like she was his own child. He was so upset that he couldn't sleep. He couldn't eat. He just couldn't do anything. Finally, the day of the funeral arrives and he begins to grieve with the family. He travels to the house and starts seeing family members and his brother who's distraught after losing his child. And he starts to heal. You know, that's, that's kind of what the point of, you know, funerals and gatherings are so that everyone can grieve together. He starts to feel a little bit better. You know, he starts to feel that love kind of being surrounded by everybody, especially those that love that girl. Mm. Everybody except for his sister-in-law who seemed not really that upset, but she, you know, thought it was awkward. She was dressed in red at a funeral, but you know, he's, he comes to expect that kind of stuff from his sister-in-law. And she wouldn't even look at him when he came in the door. But he knew he had to be the better person and work up the courage to go offer his condolences to her. But she gets up as soon as he walks near her, walks right past him, right into the kitchen. Now he's starting to feel a little frustrated here, knowing that even though they have this, this beef, you know, he has to be the better person and has to say something. So he goes to the kitchen to confront her. But before he can say anything, she brings out a crock pot of soup and tells him that this was Kira's favorite and she wanted him to have it. So she sets it down and walks out of the room. Now, Sean's a little shocked and kind of realizing that, hey, you know what? I really haven't eaten in like five days. So he decides, you know what? This is Kira's favorite. I'll just do this one for her. He takes a bowl and starts eating it. Like, you know what? This is, this is a little good. I mean, it kind of tastes a little piney, but... Uh, <laughs> That's okay. I'm just going to keep going for it, but he's starving. So he just, he finishes that bowl and decides, yeah, you know what? I'll have another and another. And suddenly a flash and he opens his eyes 
He's in Kira's room reading a bedtime story. And since he's a ghost, he doesn't know he's dead. So they're all dead. <laughs> he dies by the same poisoning that this uh, terrible, awful, horrible mother was <sighs> feeding to her daughter to keep her sick and Munchausen sy- syndrome and all that. Just, just terrible stuff. Jesus. Shining I didn't like the it. Insides, man. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like it, but um, that's a rough one. I uh, my or head might be. I know what a terrible way to go. So this is proud uncle just eating eating minestrone. <laughs> <laughs> a la Lysol. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the this the second one that I have. Oh, it's. I have to reiterate. It's kind of dark. Um. So. Uh, Haley Joel Osmond. Uh, what was his name? Cole in this? Cole, yes. Yeah, so uh, Cole is, you know, in one scene where he walks into the kitchen and he thinks his mom is in the kitchen and he sees the woman in front of him and she has her back to him and he says, Mom? And the woman turns around and it turns out that it's a ghost of a, of a, domestic, a domestic abuse vis- victim and she is just overjoyed to see him, and he knows she's dead. She doesn't know that she's dead. And for a moment, he gets scared, and he starts to back away. And all of a sudden, he feels a body that he bumps up against. Strong man. He oh. turns around, and Sean Bean is wearing this shitty wife-beater shirt, covered in stains and looking quite ragged with very deep sunken eyes and Sean starts to yell at him. Why don't you get back in the kitchen? Make me, (laughs) make me my dinner. Turns out that the, uh, Sean Bean, uh, wife beater had beaten his wife to death and then was so overcome with grief that he shot himself in the head. And you can see, Almost a, a camera panning to the back of his head where there is just nothing left. Oof. God. <laughs> so, so that scene <laughs> of that crazy person in the kitchen just extends to the actual abuser himself. and oh, Terrible, terrible scene. Yeah. Terrible Sean Bean. Scary stuff. I don't want to see that. <laughs> no. That movie has some pretty scary moments to it that... Uh, I kind of knew when the jumps were going to happen. So yeah, you know, feel the same way, but man, is it, it's kind of, it's kind of dark. So the, the first time watching that movie, I'm wondering how many people had like the, the same jump moment. So I distinctly remember the jump moment in that movie was when he was telling his mom, um, in the, in traffic, about his gift or his curse, whatever you want to call it, where he yeah. can see dead people. Um, and he starts talking about the woman that like caused the traffic stop. And he says, Oh, she's dead. And she's like, what you can see her. And you know, she doesn't know at this point. And then he says, no, she's standing by my window. And yeah, it is one of those moments where you're like, Oh, there's going to be something there, but it was just, I don't know, like unexpected face, I guess, type of thing. And yeah. it pans to him and outside the car windows, this, you know, the, the female biker who was hit by the car. 
So that moment right there, I don't know why it, it like stuck with me of all the rest of the movie and all the other scenes. That one was just there for me. Yeah. I think because it was unexpected, you, you wouldn't expect to see some, you know, person that just got killed on a, a riding a bike, just standing there staring at her. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think this was, this was one of the first times because you know, it, it, it gets into it late of when you find out what he, you know, he can see dead people. So it's one of the first showings of an actual, like, I guess, ghost at this point and like the brutality of like them not knowing that they're dead and just kind of wandering off with this, you know, gaping hole in their head. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think the one that, you know, they, the typical stuff, the reaching under the bed and grabbing somebody, the little girl grabs him when oh, yeah. he's up in a room, that kind of stuff. You, you know, like, cause they, they played the, I think the violins at that moment too, to heighten the oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> quite a, quite a few for this film that I forgot about, but it's definitely a interesting watch. And I mean, I guess it's a good thing. Sean Bean wasn't in it, but <laughs> I don't know. He could have made it better. Could have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do like that this film, I know it has, there, there are quite a few characters in it, but really it, it comes down to like three, I'd say four characters. Four characters that are pretty much mm-hmm. driving this entire story from start to finish. And yeah. they do such a fantastic job um, just really kind of carrying it, especially Haley Joel Osment. Just, I cannot believe this 11-year-old kid delivered this role and did not win an Academy Award, but that's a yeah. topic for another day. Yeah, right. But this um, reminds no, I, I would agree. Very good. It's 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 worth the rewatch. I yes, absolutely. Everybody should watch it. <laughs> but Mystery Mike, thank you so much for joining us again. Really appreciate it. This is always fun to do. So for everybody tuning in, go check out Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour podcast. You guys do some really great topics and have a lot of fun with it. And you learn a lot because there's a, there's a lot of crazy conspiracies out there. And sometimes you might think, you know what? That has some, some weight to it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like the government taking over uh, all the birds, but that's right. <laughs> that is my favorite one. I love it. You ever that. seen a baby pigeon? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, so, so check these guys out, uh, all over social media too. Um, you will not be disappointed. And you'll definitely worthwhile listen. And for anyone Thank else you. that wants to jump into a future How Would Sean Bean Have Died episode, just contact us. Happy to set it up. Got a movie of your choice. Let's do this. We'll cast and kill him in a movie and just continue to have some fun. Go to oswpodcast.com. You can contact us there or on social media everywhere. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye.